Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. This is Amish Baby Machine. Friends and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast, starring me, Dags. Today we have a powerful episode, and as always, across this powerful oaken desk is Mike Riz. Hello, Dags. Hello, Flock. How are you doing, everybody? It's uh, a dreary day here outside of the barn. It's you're not crazy. really, you're not really across the oaken desk. You're trapped inside no. like a rat. You're in your base. Yeah. You're in your basement like Joe Biden. It's starting all over again here in the great state of Minnesota. Four weeks. Had a four week pause. What oh the my hell? god! It's uh, an an effort to try to stop the spread because it's spreading. What's I like that word exponentially. It's like the power level of the of the Amish baby machine. It's yes, the power of the Amish baby machine is exponential. Yes, well. we are exponential. We're expertly yes. exponential. I have X potential as well. Yes, and we're extraordinary. Let's just get right into it. Can you hear that, Micah oh, Rez? Yeah. Can you feel oh, it? Oh, yeah. Can you feel a flock it's of coursing. Amish? Yes, it is coursing. Coursing through the veins. Powerful. It is. Powerful. Powerful. Mike Rez. Powerful. Mm. Assistant manager. Powerful. Mm. Oh, thanks. You son of a bitch. Yes, we have a powerful episode today. Mike Rez, uh, you checked out a new energy drink. You're going to talk. energy drink? Yes. yes. Also, we enjoyed a movie, a TV show, a series, if you will, on Netflix called The Liberator. We have a powerful movie giveaway. That's what we're really excited about. New movie. And I just, working, I just created a new YouTube video. You're going to need to subscribe to our powerful YouTube channel. Oh, thanks. You like that? Oh, thanks. Excellent. All right, Mike Arez, let's get right into it. Big movie giveaway. This holiday season, Flock, Payback is coming to town. Mel Gibson stars as Santa Claus in the outrageous action comedy Fat Man. When a 12-year-old boy receives a lump of coal in his stocking, he hires a highly skilled assassin to kill Santa. Tis the season to get even in this dark action comedy that keeps on giving. Batman is premiering at home and on digital on demand this Tuesday, rated R from Paramount Pictures. Yes. This uh, has the potential to be one of the greatest holiday films ever made. Powerful. I'm yes. actually kind of excited about this one. I yes. don't know why. You're not kind of. We're very excited. We told you we were going to bring you 80s. We told you we were going to bring you one of the finest 80s actors in the world, Mel Gibson, and we're delivering. We have five copies yes. we're going to give away. Five copies. Five? Cut them. Yes. One, two, three, four, five. Powerful. That's a whole hand. Yes. What is that in Spanish? Uh, I think it's cinco. Cinco. It is cinco. Yes, cinco. <laughs> I don't know why I said think. <laughs> <No>. Powerful. 
God, this is going to be exciting. Five copies, five digital copies of the most powerful Christmas movie ever made it, Fat Man. Ever made it, ever created, Fat Man. So, Micah Rez, tell the fans of Flock of Amish how they're going to go about entering and winning a powerful copy of this powerful film. All right, so the Flock, listen up. This is how you're going to win or have a chance to win a copy of Fat Man. You're going to go find the tweets that we're going to put out uh, for this episode. And you're going to go into the comment section. You're going to tag five of your friends. uh, And that will be one entry into this powerful contest. And if you use the hashtag Amish Baby Machine Digital, that will be your second entry. So you have a chance to enter twice uh, to win one of five copies of this wonderful, wonderful movie that we're giving away from Paramount Pictures, Fat Man starring Mel Gibson. So let's go over that one more time, Dags. If people tag five friends, that's one entry. If they use the hashtag Amish Baby Machine Digital, that is another entry. So you have a chance to enter twice. And Dags, because it's a Christmas movie, the holidays are coming up, Christmas is coming up, Hanukkah's coming up, all of those holidays. We're feeling extra specially giving, and we are going to just let everybody enter. So if you won one of the movies the last time we gave it away, you are eligible for this giveaway. So we're going to open it up to the entire flock. That's how powerful this movie is. Yes, we're very giving. We want to just give, because you guys give to us by enjoying our powerful podcast the most powerful podcast ever created the amish baby machine pop culture podcast we're excited five digital copies do it assistant manager micah rez says tag five of your friends hashtag amish baby machine digital correct micah rez that is correct and then we will uh draw a winner the next time you and i record so you you don't want to wait you want to get your your entries in right now do it as soon as this episode ends, you go to Twitter and do your thing. Mike Rez. Yes, thank you, Mike Rez. Now I want to get into, you were talking about off-air, off-mic, off-close. You were talking about a powerful energy drink. Let's, let's hear about that. Mm. All right, so the energy drink, I tried an energy drink this uh, past week. I just found it, so it's brand new to my convenience store of choice, but it is not brand new within the last couple of weeks. It came out this summer. I am talking about the Monster Energy Ultra Watermelon, part of their zero sugar line of ultra energy drinks. So this is, uh, it was pretty good, actually. I was expecting it to be too sweet because I'm not a huge watermelon fan. Dags, I don't know if you are, but I'm, if, if there's watermelon on the table, I'm skipping it and I'm going to the pineapple or the, or the blueberries. You know what's weird? As a kid, I did not enjoy watermelon. Then I revisited uh, it as a powerful adult, now I'll enjoy it. Really? But I will tell yeah. you, one of the most powerful Jolly Rancher flavors is watermelon. Have you enjoyed that, Micro Res? I have. I've enjoyed it, especially at the bottom of a Zima bottle. If you drop one of those in there, oh, perfect. Whoa. Suggest everyone 21 years of age or older to try that. Whoa, that's not manly at all. Micro Res. <laughs> but I will tell you, be careful with your uh, dental appliances because the. Jolly Rancher will pull your crown cap right off. Heck yeah. It'll, it'd be crazy. And you'll probably chip a tooth if you try to just chomp right into that thing. Do kids get caps or crowns anymore? Or is that just for adults? 
I think the dental tech, yeah, the dental tech now they have sealants and powerful lead shields they put on your teeth that you don't even <laughs> you don't even need crowns and caps anymore. Yeah, fun fun fact, fun assistant manager fact. I have two porcelain teeth. Whoa. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. They then they put caps or crowns or whatever. I guess they would be actually be kind of fake teeth. I've had a couple of, of root canals. Go see your dentist, kids. Don't don't yes. tell the kids to that point. Yeah, the, ki- the kids. <laughs> I don't think they even have to worry about that. They do for uh, vanity. They do the veneers. Yeah, I think with the the sealants they use now are so good. They hard. They try not to do fillings anymore. They try to do the sealants. Yeah, we used to and do it's actually better. Yeah, they used to do powerful mercury amalgams and powerful you know back in our day we didn't have veneers we had plywood you know that's what they use oh, plywood sure. sometimes paneling we were lucky yep wayne's coat yeah. linoleum if you were rich yes aluminum so, if you weren't it's hard to say those two words aluminum linoleum yes you know across the pond they say aluminium aluminium powerful we have many fans in the uk god whether that's a yep. powerful country Good day, mates. Uh oh, that's shout, shout out the UK. What? No, that, that's, that's not the UK. No, that's our Aussie friends. Powerful. Oh. You are so dumb. Well, it was close. Now, Mike Rez. Yeah. Speaking of powerful, yes. what mm-hmm. is your? Uh, did you give a rating on your energy drink? Out of I didn't. I'm gonna give this a uh, nine coqs out of Whoa. ten. You really enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, this was. It was. It was really good. I, I like. I said, I'm not a huge watermelon fan. This might actually sway me back to try watermelon again. It was. It was that good. It's. It's a nice like, soft red can with the green top, and it's got fireworks all over it. I, I like that. Uh, oh, it was a Fourth like of, Fourth of July theme. Yes. So um, I'm also I'm on Monsters' uh, uh, website right now, MonsterEnergy.com, and I see part of their zero sugar ultra line there's something called ultra black and now i'm curious to know what that tastes like whoa that sounds I, powerful i've been able to find that i'm gonna click on that let's just see if it says what uh oh it's cherry oh yeah that would be something i would try see back in the day they've been mutating watermelons too back in the day watermelons used to be gigantic oblong beasts yes. with huge black seeds that yep. you would spit at range and now they mutated them. Yes, and now they muted, mutated them down to these little round, non-threatening <laughs> things with uh, little white seeds, and I don't like it. Yeah, you know, in Japan they make square ones. They did. Which they cost they, an they arm and a leg. Yeah, they do. They make. What What would be your shape of choice? Probably a a pyramid. I want to see a watermelon pyramid. Wow. What, what about you? Trapezoid, because I have powerful oh. trapezius muscles. I think that would oh, be I see what you perfect. Yes, that would be perfect. You know, speaking of Japan, this is going to be one of our powerful segues. You did a YouTube video recently. Powerful. I did. Tell us about your powerful soda pop wars. Yes. Well, my first YouTube video was about you. You were defeated at the 9 million Scoville unit gummy bear. So I was, I was. forced to make a video. Where I defeated that challenge. And then the next video was enjoying powerful beverages. Now, what did you remember about that powerful video? I remembered a blood red soda, Mexican soda that you tried, which I thought was going to taste good. But according to your uh, 
reaction, it was probably the worst of the four you tried. So I was yes. kind of disappointed in that. Yeah, that one you're going to have to check out. That was a blood red Mexican beverage. We also tried Japanese beverages with cool bottles. Weren't those bottles cool, Micah Those were cool. I've never thought of using a marble in that way. Yes. In the 80s, there was a powerful video game, Marble Madness. Oh, yeah. The labyrinths are cool, too. Yes. That uses a steel ball, though. Whoa. In the video, so people are wondering about this marble technology in soda. Um, it's in, it was in the Japanese soda you tried, but were, I can't remember what you said in your video. Were the Japanese the first to invent the marble in the soda? No, it was actually the, invented uh, by a dude in Scotland in the 1800s, believe it or not. Okay. And the Japanese so and the Indians adopted this powerful bottle. It's kind of wow. like it's kind of so, like Sudoku. You would think that's Japanese, right? You would think. Yeah, no, it was actually told. an American game, and then the Japanese got into it. Yes, just like anime, you think you know Japanese. Well, they were actually in love with Disney, and that's what spawned that. So everyone yeah. loves America, and everyone loves the most powerful podcast ever created, the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast. Yes, and YouTube channel. Go yes. check out the YouTube. Yes, videos. and back to my YouTube. I am working on a powerful video now with new unique beverages because the fans demanded it. They did. Yes, and we want to, the fans want me and you to make a video together. And, oh, my uh, God. Four, four weeks of trapment, entrapment, or what do we call <laughs> that? Solitary confinement. Solitary, yep. Now, what is it? Is it a total lockdown, or are we allowed to go outside, or what's going on? Well, it's different than the one before. Is the one before was that was the total shutdown. It was you're going to work if you're essential, and you're going to the grocery store if you have to. And now, they say because they know more about it, and they they're going based on transmissions. It's more dangerous in restaurants and bars, so they closed those. Those are takeout only now. Uh, one of the good things that uh, came out of that when they closed them the first time, they did pass laws and ordinances. Uh, you can get bottles of beer to go and wine. So that helps out with the liquor sales at the establishments. But uh, a lot more places are open this time around. Like uh, salons are open. They were allowed to stay open because they were realized that the transmission, I think they said there was only five transmission rate uh, cases of COVID when they opened, since they opened them back up in June or July. So that's pretty sweet. Whatever they uh, tell so us, are, we must obey. Right, Mike right, Chris? I know. And how long will people go? How long will people go before they just rebel? <laughs> are they keep the years after it's years? Started. Yes. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, we had. I mean, it just. I don't think it. We didn't go very. I think this time around we went two days. Not even a, a full day. There was people at the governor's mansion yesterday. Now, so is it just, is the toilet paper? Uh, into your neighborhood is a toilet paper flying off the shelves. I was just at the grocery store this morning. The day we recorded this, we had full shelves. So now on uh, our powerful, yes, on our powerful merch page, I did design a powerful t-shirt. I survived the toilet paper scare of 2020. <laughs> We're going to need you That's to awesome. go there. Links are available on AmishBabyMachine.com. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at AmishBMachine. Follow us on Instagram. Like our Facebook page. You want to help support this podcast? We have a couple different ways: Patreon.com, also our merch, buy our merch. Like I said, the links are on AmishBabyMachine.com. They're also available everywhere else. Every if you go to Twitter, you go on the bio page, you're going to see links to our powerful merch. In the latest uh, powerful YouTube video, I am rocking one of my T-shirts, so you're going to want to enjoy that. Yes, powerful. 
Now, Mike Rez, we talked about song of the day today. Tell the fans of yes. Flock of Amish what song that in my powerful uh, vision, I just came up with it because <laughs> whisper to a scream. So this is the funny part. So the song we're talking about is from the Icicle Works or Icicle Works, depending on which market you're in. And uh, the song, Bird, Birds Fly, Whisper to a Scream, or Whisper to a Scream, Birds Fly. Dags, this is a unique, a unique thing with this song. So the song was originally released, Birds Fly, Whisper to a Scream. And then when it hit the United States, their uh, record label here changed the order and changed it to Whisper to a Scream, Birds Fly. And they also dropped the word the. So in the United States, the band is called Icicle Works. Did you get all that? Or did, should we go over that again? Or is that is that no, okay? that was good. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a little little here and there, but it's that's what happened. So in the US, it's uh Whisper to a Scream Birds Fly. If you get the UK release, which I think is the better one, I think that's the one you shared with me was the UK release because that's the one that has a little bit of the uh spoken word in the beginning that's uh underneath some of the music yes it reminds me of the original it was the original it reminds me of wham used to be wham uk and then they dropped the uk right. right yeah so the uk release hit number 15 on the uk charts in 1983 when it was released on the their debut album the icicle works um and then in march of 1984 the re-release from the United States hit the UK charts at number 52. Now, in the US, like I said, they dropped the, the spoken word part in the beginning. So you don't get that. But it hit number 37 on the Billboard Hot 100. That's our favorite chart. And then it went to number 34 um, on Cashbox's singles chart in the summer of 1984. Uh, so it's had a, a good good run. It's still a sweet song. I forgot how much I actually like that song until you sent it to me this morning, but it's been covered by uh, some different groups. It's been used in a lot of TV shows. Would you like to try to guess which TV shows it was used in Dags? Um, The View? Oh, no. Not even close. Powerful. Try again. She's the Sheriff? <laughs> no. I'll I'll tell you what they were. So you 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 know how much you were into uh, Degrassi, right? The Canadian teen drama. Degrassi Junior High. Uh, this was the Next Generation. Oh, kind of like uh, Star Trek: yeah. The Next Generation. Correct. Yeah, I think Card was in that one as well. But they used the title of the song as a title of one of their episodes. That particular episode uh, was about self mutilation, so that was kind of a downer. Oh, uh, Grey's Anatomy used it uh, in their you, show. You would think they'd use a song by the Cutting Crew. You what? Would think, yeah, that would make. I just... <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> Grey's Anatomy used it in one of their episodes. They they named it uh, that episode after the song as well. And then uh, a more uh, timely reference or use of it was in uh, episode seven of season two of Stranger Things. And I, I vaguely remember it. I'm going to have to go back and listen to it. I tried it's to, been covered a few times. Yeah, I tried I tried to watch Stranger Things, and I couldn't do it. It was too Goonie-ish. Really? Yes. I love that. No, I love it's that. trying to. I don't like kids. I don't. It's dumb. <laughs> and speaking of Picard, 
if any of you guys out there yeah. listening, if you know how to do CGI and all that cool graphics and animation, whatever you guys call it nowadays, I want you to make a short film where Captain James Tiberius Kirk kills Jean-Luc Picard. Can someone do that for me? Yes. Wow. So I'm just I'm tired That's of controversial. It. And then bring back bring back Pike as some cool ghostly <laughs> demon that just like <laughs> enters Picard's body, like some powerful vision. I don't know. I want I think uh, you're gonna get some emails. I want James James Tiberius Kirk to kill Picard <laughs> in a powerful video. What do you think Is of that? Is there a more powerful middle name than Tiberius? No, see that's what I mean. What is John Luke, Luke, why is that? Oh, because of Star Wars. Well, actually, it's French. Yeah, whatever. I'm sick wow. of John Luke Picard. There's no. I'm done with him. You've been holding this. In I know. Sure. I got a lot of rage. I'm trapped in the basement for four weeks. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, just a, a little observation on my part for the, the lead singer of the Icicle Works. I don't know if you noticed this, but he kind of looks like Frankie Muniz. Yes. Uh, Malcolm in the yes, middle. Yes, Malcolm in the middle. Very good. What you yeah, what do you think so of that cool opening guitar though? Isn't that sweet? Actually, uh that style of guitar I really I really like. And uh yeah, no, the the, the sound that it in the beginning it's pretty sweet. And then the drum put in the, the bass yeah, and, and the, the drum. The drums remind me of I want candy. Yeah. Doesn't it? <laughs> dun, 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 yeah, dun. yeah. I want podcast. Dun, dun, dun. I like the uh the angle they used in the video where they actually are filming up through the drum and yes. you can see the guy's face through the powerful. drum. Powerful. That's pretty awesome. Powerful video. Powerful song. We're gonna need you to enjoy that. Whisper to yes. a scream. Birds fly. The birds fly. The birds. Whatever you want to call it. Check it out. Yeah. Look up Icicle Works and you'll find it. Powerful. Now, Micah yes. Rez, your assignment was to watch the Netflix series, animated series, The Liberator. Let's get into yes. that. Yes. So The Liberator is a new animated war miniseries uh, that is on Netflix. It is available uh, to you there. It uh, follows the 500-day journey um, of the 157th Infantry Regiment um, as they fought in the Italian campaign of World War II. Uh, and it follows... Um, infantry commander Felix Shotgun Sparks. Now, this was based on a true story, and Felix Sparks was a real person, and his 157th Infantry Regiment that he uh, was in command of actually existed. The makeup of it was uh, very diverse for the time. There were Native Americans, Mexican Americans, and Oklahoma and Texas Cowboys. They were all uh, put together. Uh, in real life, and that's what uh, this series uh, is based off of. Now, Diggs, how did you enjoy the animation? It was obviously uh, they used they they had the actors act it out, filmed them that way, and then animated it in some way through computers. Afterwards. Yeah, it's kind of like a rotoscoping type of animation where they overlay the animation on top of real footage. You yes. know, you know, I wanted to like it. I didn't like it. It just came off as a gimmick and it was distracting. Yes, it 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 just like it looked like something you know, like some filter you could get on um, Instagram. On an or, app, right? Yeah. yeah. Like if it's you like the cartoon me app. Yeah, if you're gonna put that much work into it, what I would like to see, which would what I'd like to see, will never happen, is a hand drawn animation. 
Did you ever see Heavy Metal, the animated movie? Yes, it's been a while, but I do remember it. Do you remember the World War II scene with the zombies? Oh, yeah. Yep. Now, that was incredible. That was hand-drawn. Yes. I... The, when you like it's it's you start adding computers and people start getting too fancy it starts to look really fake yeah it looks like make up your mind do you want it animated or do you want it film because right. it, it it didn't work for me and i would something hand drawn or if you're going to use computers make it look like it's hand drawn but i don't like it just looked like filters on there and there's something like um 300 300 worked for me, even though, you know, that was highly stylized. Right. I got into 300. So did I. And it, it's, it's a, that's a different type of, I don't know if you want to call it animation or CGI or whatever you want to call it. That was, that was done in a way that it is, it's different, but yeah, it, it, this animation is, it's very distracting and it, it kind of lags too. <laughs> yes. which kind of was weird because well, you'd hear the sound effect and you'd see the action, but it, it, they work together. Well, it's, it, it's so funny because now, you know, me doing my powerful YouTube videos, getting into it. It's so weird that you're filming right now, taping, whatever you want. It's not film. It's not tape, whatever <laughs> you're recording in 4k recording. in this high, the highest, you know, 60 frames, 120 frames. You keep going up in frame rates. You keep going up in definition, but what do they do on the apps? What do they do for filters? They glitch. They have yep. glitches. They have make it look fuzzy, film grain. I mean, I think it's just insane that you're trying to achieve this ultimate high definition, but everyone wants the retro look. I mean, it's just the mm-hmm. ultimate irony to me. And like this film, it's World War II, and I get that, you know, you some nostalgia, but just draw it by hand or, or make it a hundred percent animation. Right. Cause it was just distracting and it. And I love animation. I love different techniques and I was really excited. I just saw some still frames on it. You know, when they show the preview of it, you know, you'll see the thumbnail and I'm like, God, that looks cool. And all, right. I, all I could think of is heavy metal, that scene with the bombers <laughs> and that just, if you didn't, you gotta, you guys, if you haven't seen that movie, heavy metal, we should, me and you, Mike Rez, let's rewatch it and talk about it. And talk about it. Because that was really cool. And I would love to see something like that redone. Yeah, it was, uh, I don't know, at times it just, and I don't know, but in, it's based off of a book called The Liberator, One World War II Soldier's 500-Day Odyssey. And I don't know how much, you know, they like to Hollywood a lot of things up in these movies. But when they did, like, the, the uh, when they went back in time when this, commander takes over the when he was a lieutenant and takes over this unit it's kind of dirty dozen-esque you know he goes to the jail and you know they have to prove themselves and he has to prove to them that he's the he's on their side and that just seemed kind of kind of cheesy to me it was like yeah it just seemed like they could have done better like i said maybe that's how it really was but it just seemed like they were really going for the dirty dozen Oh, it ripped off a million movies. First of all, it had the, he's shooting at the plane with the 45, his sidearm. (laughs) I mean, come on. Who's going to do that? Right. And then they, when they're in the barn and they have the little, oh, what was that? Oh, it was a a little Italian kid. Yeah. Is that a dog? Trying to be, (laughs) trying to be newt from hiding from the aliens, you know? I mean, it's just so cliche, so trope, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. How, how? 
did you get to the second episode no <laughs> yeah neither did i <laughs> i uh, actually uh, in the middle of the episode i actually skipped ahead a couple times i was like all right this we gotta you know we i saw the gist of it let's let's see how this concludes yeah, yeah and yeah there was, was way way too many uh, and then when it started out with the narrator being the guy from dirty jobs mike rowe yeah mike rowe oh yeah. it's like i don't know why that hit me weird i'm like oh god <laughs> Yeah, we get it, micro. Yeah, you, you you didn't have anything else to do. No, it's just that whole oh, I'm blue collar worker. It's like oh god, right? Yeah, I actually was kind of in the middle of that. I was when he was like, "This is the 500 day journey." I expected him to be like, and then in the Bering Sea, as they lift up these crab pots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know why that micro just hit me. And a lot yeah. of times, it seems to me a lot of times a good narrator you don't even know who it is, and then later you're like, "Oh, that was so and so," you know. Right. When they have yeah. such a voice that hits you, like if it was Arnold doing it, and the, the things, they are, they are shooting, and look at me. They are, they are in Italy right now. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Yeah. Would have been a lot better. <laughs> Let's get to Enzo. <laughs> get down. <laughs> They're storming the beaches. <laughs> There's a little uh, Italian boy. Shoot him. <laughs> no, Arnold, we can't shoot him. <laughs> yeah, we can't shoot everybody. Jesus. <laughs> I will shoot him in the legs were, with my minigun. That's why you were busted down to private. Yes. No, I, <laughs> you know, I wanted to like it. And also, you know, I was thinking of cool animation. Did you ever see the wall Pink Floyd movie? No, I, you know, I, I that's only, that's one of those ones that everybody says they've seen. And I'll just flat out admit, I haven't seen that one. We need to, you need to sneak out of your house. Don't tell your <laughs> wife. And we'll have, we'll have a party. We'll just drink energy drinks and do Malort. Oh. And we'll yeah. watch these movies. But anyway, the animation in that movie was incredible. Sweet. You know what else and it we was should hand, do? It was hand-drawn, too. It wasn't CGI. Back in the day when people cared about their work. Um, we, we should also try to do the uh, the uh, Pink Floyd uh, matching up with the oh, yeah. Wizard I've, of Oz. I've done that, yeah. Have you done that? Yes. Yeah, we got to do that. I That'd love, I love Wizard of Oz, too. Yeah. That movie... But, that that's my childhood right there. Right there. Tornadoes right there. And, and oh my god. And, I and witches I and still dogs. I still have reoccurring dreams about tornadoes. Hmm. Yes. Interesting. Yes. I think I cuz I have powerful visions, you know that. You know oh, I'm know, tuned into the universe. Yep. Yes. That, I love Wizard of Oz and I love Pink that uh, Pink Floyd and I put those two together. And you can watch it on YouTube if you want to cheat. But the ultimate way is put the needle on the record. Put the needle on the rec. Put the needle on the record when the drum beat goes like that, and boom, watch it. Oh yeah, that'd be awesome. We're gonna do that too, or at least I will. And no. we can talk about that. No, watch. Or we the- could both do that. Yeah, sneak over here. We, you know, <laughs> say, hey, what's that? Yes. Yoink! Yes. Out the door I go. Because that's what people <laughs> should do. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised there's not more art going on, more rage, more creation. It's all like tiktok videos you know what i mean when the 80s i always talk about the 80s but it was so cool i mean the you had the powerful gorbachev and you had the cold war and there was just so much angst and so much art being produced the land of confusion yes exactly the music the the movies what's going on now no one's doing anything oh yeah they are yeah they are you just you just gotta look for it i do look for it I want some powerful rage. I want some good animation. What what hashtag do I have to search? I know you got to go on the dark web. 
<laughs> That's crazy. Powerful. I did look up. So, uh, like we said, this Felix Sparks, Commander Sparks, Captain Sparks, whatever, shotgun. You know, whatever rank he was, shotgun. He uh, was a real person, like I said. Um, he went on to uh, live a pretty long life. He died at the age of 90 days. Yeah, Good for he him. Died, yeah, September 25th, 2007 is the year uh, and date he passed. He made it all the way to Brigadier General. Wow. Because of... Uh, that's, that's pretty uh, amazing. After, yeah, after World War II, he went on and came back home to Colorado, went to the University of Colorado Law School, graduated from there in 1947. He opened up his own law practice in Delta, Colorado. He was elected district attorney. Um, and then he was appointed by Governor Ed Johnson in 1952 to fill an unexpired term on the Colorado Supreme Court. And then at the end of that term, he went back to his private practice. And then uh, in the Colorado Na uh, Army National Guard during 1962, the Cuba Cuban Missile Crisis. Uh, and he was also there between 68 and 79. And then that's when he became a brigadier general. Um, and then he retired in 1979. And what took him out was pneumonia. So it wasn't World War II, wasn't the Cuban Missile Crisis, wasn't the headaches and the pressure of being Attorney General. It was pneumonia that got to him. Whoa. Yeah, he received a silver star and two purple hearts. Amazing. Those guys, yes. it's so amazing they talk about the greatest generation, World War II, they fought just as young kids, and they came back, and they, they didn't miss a beat. They just, you know, had kids and had these great jobs, and just amazing. Yeah, he was in Battle of the Bulge, too. Holy cow. I'm looking at his, his battles that he fought in World War II. He was in the Italian campaign, and when that was over, he went to the West European campaign. And uh, Battle of the Bulge was one of them. He also, uh, his uh, men, he and his men freed one of the concentration camps, too. God, what a hero. Camps. I mean, that's a real superhero. Yeah. So he's uh, he's got, did quite, quite a few. You know what I did? I went to Cup Foods today. So... <laughs> We don't live the same life. <laughs> so, God, I know. It's just amazing, too. Yeah. So it's just, uh, it's crazy to think that. But yeah, so uh, good for him. He was a real person, real hero. Um, too bad that uh, the Liberator miniseries is not doing him any, any good because I'm not going to watch any more of those episodes. Yeah, I mean, maybe you guys will like it. I, I'm just, it's just that I see so much. And everything reminds me of everything. I sometimes I just can't. I don't know what it is. You know, like when yeah. he was, when he was doing the. Maybe it's an homage. You when he's shooting at the plane. You know, he's trying to be like Tom Hanks and <laughs> shooting at the tank. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, so maybe that's exactly you should, what came to mind. You know, maybe or uh, well, no, actually, Patton in the movie Patton, George C. Scott shoots at the plane too. That's probably what yeah. it is. Yeah. Oh, I bet that's right. Yeah. But, you know, because it, it's all coming back to me now, the war movies. But I don't know. Maybe I'm being too hard on it. It's probably fun to watch. But it's just yeah, all, yeah, I yeah. just wish the animation, there, there's scenes where the animation is really cool. I just, and then it seems like it's a little different each time. Like, I appreciate it, them trying to do it. So I don't want to say, like, you know, it sucks. But I don't know. I'd like to see more of it, maybe. You know, different techniques and, and hand-drawn. I understand it's almost impossible. It would take forever for people to hand-draw something like that. But I don't know, maybe yeah. somehow use computers 
CGI to get that look of hand-drawn. Did you ever see the original Johnny Quest in the 60s? I know I, I've, I've seen it on the Cartoon Network. I bet it was the 60s version when I saw it. That's, ama- really that, old, but... that's amazing animation, too. Yeah. That was like back in the day when they used cells. Yeah. You know, they would have the background, but then they would overlay the cells on top of it. I mean, that was that was when animation was awesome. Cartoons yeah. were sweet. That, that had a really good look to it. If you guys haven't checked that out, check that out, Johnny Quest. And the theme song, the original theme song was insane. It was so cool. Mm-hmm. Just the opening scenes and the animation and with that music, right. with the jungle rhythms. Powerful. Mike Rez, what's, yeah, that's awesome. what's your uh, go-to animated film or cartoon? All right, well, so this is, uh, we, we are big fans and, and because I, I like them. I like, like the, the newer Pixar stuff. Um, but back in the day, I was, you know, Transformers, the movie, the original Transformers. Um, 1984? Yep, and I'll still oh, watch that movie. So you're talking day. about the 80s animated cartoon, yeah, or that, are you talking about... Well, yeah, yeah. If, okay. if we're going back to the 80s, then give me the Transformers sure. movie every time. Powerful. Um, yeah, I still get excited when I see it. Now, the it doesn't really hold up uh, if you're, like, a kid these days. You, like, my kids watched it, and they weren't too excited about it. but. For me, for the nostalgia factor, I'll watch that all the time. So I love Spider-Man, I dig that. the original 60s series. Oh, that was good. You remember GoBots? Yes. So they that was they didn't stick around very long because they were trying to battle with Transformers, and Transformers just dominated them. But they had, <laughs> back in the day in the 80s, they had, had a, a morning version, which I think was the, the Japanese version. And then they had an afternoon version, which I believe was the the American version. So there was two different versions fighting for your attention. And one was the morning. We called it the morning version and we called it the afternoon version of my house. So that was pretty, that was pretty wild. So you got two different GoBot stories going on at the same time. It's really hard to keep up. Yeah. The original Spider-Man, I mean, the theme song, powerful. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> and the, yep, the animation yeah. was real simple and it's used in powerful memes to this day. But I just yeah. love the saturated <laughs> colors. I love that animation. Yeah. I also love the Herculoids. Did you ever hear that? Uh, it's ringing a bell. I don't remember them, though. It was a Hanna-Barbera series. Powerful. The Herculoids. I'm going to need you to check that out, Micah Rez. And fans, Flock of Amish. Also, Thundar the Barbarian is one oh, of the finest. Thundar. Oh, my God. Because everyone talks about He-Man, and no one talks about Thundar. Thundar, Thundar the Barbarian. Came out first, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. You had Ukla the Mock and Princess Ariel. Powerful. Love it. Yes. Anna Barbera was like the go to when it comes to cartoons back in the eighties. Yes. I you know, and they and they had to, you know, like the Flintstones when they had to repeat the scene in the back. You know, I get that because <laughs> they had to crank them out, you know. So I don't yeah. fault them for that. But as far as the war, I would like to see and a hand-drawn one or one that, you know, has that feel of a hand-drawn animated movie. Yeah, I would like, that would be cool to see uh, something like that, just because it's different. I mean, I love war movies, and uh, World War II is my favorite uh, war era uh, to watch movies or documentaries on. And you were talking Uh, about Pixar and then, you know, Shrek, another, you know, modern animated. The problem is... With the 
CGI and the computer graphics, they're getting so good, they look real. So they got to dumb it down to make it look cartoon. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, it's crazy. Because um, you start getting into like the really good animation. Now you're talking about AI. And yeah, it, it actually and just like becomes that. film again. Yeah. So it, there, it, there's going to be a, a point where they won't even tell you it's animation or AI. You're just going to assume it's act, live action. <laughs> yeah. So. It's just like yeah. photorealistic art. You know, you might as well just take a Xerox picture of it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, they don't use Xerox anymore. It's photocopy. <laughs> Whatever. You need the Whatever you need use. the passion into the art. Yeah, I agree. Powerful. Powerful. All right, Mike Rez, <sighs> did you have a good time tonight? I did. Um, before we get going, though, let me mention. So we didn't do a beer review yes. on this episode, uh, but um, you know, you've heard of. Black Friday and uh, Small Business Saturday and Cyber Monday. Well, this year, um, craftbeer.com and the Independent uh, Craft Brewers Association, are, they're teaming up and they're getting together to do Small Brewery Sunday. Um, so what that is, is that that Sunday, November 29th of this year, uh, the deal is go to your favorite local brewery, small independent brewery, uh, get some merch, get some beer, get some growlers, get some crawlers, get whatever you can um, and support them. Uh, and uh, we like to do, I like to push the local dags. And I think our, our flock know that. So wherever you are, go to craftbeer.com, look up their small brewery Sunday, and they actually have an interactive map of all of their independent brewers. Uh, in the association uh, that are available in Minnesota, in this, the Twin Cities area, the seven county metro, there's 118 alone. So you want to go check that out. And there's 39 up in the northern part of Minnesota, and they just have a map of the country that'll tell you who uh, who is one of their brewers that are participating, and there is one near you, I guarantee it. So that's my PSA. Powerful. And we appreciate everyone that listens to this powerful podcast. And that's why we have a powerful giveaway. We're going to be giving away five copies, digital copies of the new movie, Fat Man, starring Mel Gibson. We have some other movies coming out, too, that we're going to give away. So we just want to thank you, everyone that listens to this podcast. We just ask you one thing. Please tell a friend about it because we do want to give away stuff. We got the powerful movies, like I said. We got a couple other ones in the pipeline. And Mike Arez, so that couple different ways you said to follow us on Twitter at Amish B Machine. And then you want yes. them to tag five friends. Yes. And then the hashtag will be Amish Baby Machine. What is digital? Digital. So hashtag yep. Amish Baby Machine Digital. And then tag five friends. And then we'll get you into the contest, into the running to win Fat Man by Mel Gibson. Right. So you get two chances to enter. Uh, we're doing hashtag and tag your friends. That's how we're doing it this time around. So pay attention to that. Any Powerful. other way will not be an entry. So, uh, But it's open to everybody. It is. Yeah, we just want to give back to the powerful community of the Flock of Amish. Make sure you check out our YouTube channel starring me and Micah Rez. of a powerful videos up there. We got an, a new one I'm working on right now. Amish Baby Ooh. Machine YouTube channel. Make sure you comment, like, and subscribe because that's how the po powerful algorithms work. To get the word out there, you got you to gotta comment, you got to like, you got to share. It's just the way it is. 
And until next time, you've just enjoyed the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast. It is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and everywhere else fine podcasts are found. Please support our podcast through Patreon and shop our merch at AmishBabyMachine.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. This has been an Amish Baby Machine production.